When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Election Day edition of I Had to Say It. This is the show that is going to be airing on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Uh, Obviously, I'm recording this prior to the election. uh, But we are going to discuss what's coming and... I don't claim to know exactly what's going to happen. I don't have any real insight. I have some theories. I ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter as far as the presidential election who wins. And there are people that will want to crucify me for saying that. But at the end of the day, a job that has changed every four to eight years does not have nearly the impact on our day-to-day lives and I've said this before so I'm not going to harp on it the president is supposed to be commander-in-chief he's not the hands-on full-blown I control every facet of your lives ruler of this country supposed to be a leader not the boss and everybody forgets that and everybody gets so caught up and gets and between the media outlets and social media and just all this conflict is getting whipped up and a lot of people have gotten to the point where they do not think analytically about what they're facing anymore people are not thinking critically people are getting emotionally involved in this getting emotionally vested and people have bought in they have jumped on everybody at this point it's the 11th hour literally they're 11 hours and 58 minutes at this point there's nothing i can say or do that's going to change anybody's minds the people who are on the fence are going to be on the fence pretty much regardless of what i have to say the majority of the people have already made up their minds they know what team they're playing with and that's who they're backing and win or lose that's their team that's they and they've gotten so emotionally invested in that team that it's all become personal. And that's exactly what they want. Because when you're emotional, you don't think clearly. You don't look at things analytically. You don't take the time to weigh what is actually best for you because it's an emotional decision. It's not a logical one. It's not a reasonable one. If we were behaving logically and reasonably, we would be doing everything in our power to get these people out of office and out of control. Not left-wing, not right-wing, all of them. Anybody that's been a politician for the majority of their lives, anybody who's never held a private sector job, anybody who has been a politician longer than I've been alive, you have no more business being in office. You haven't accomplished anything to date. You're not going to magically accomplish something in the next term. You kick the quota along because that's what serves you best. And if we were being logical and rational, we would all see that and we would do something about it. 
I don't see that happening anytime soon. So what we do need to do is we need to look at what we're going to do with what's coming. This election, this entire campaign, this entire year has been a massive shit show. Between the COVID stuff, which has been just mishandled from the jump, and it has been poorly reacted to, and every single aspect of it has been politicized, instead of just saying, this is what's best for the country, and this is what we need to do, it has turned into a pissing match between the two sides. It has turned into everyone's trying to use a genuine crisis to try and further their own agendas. And it's a matter of everyone... The general population is so... They have such tunnel vision and is so so short-sighted that they're willing to focus on the little small things. And the people in control, the politicians, the ones who are running this shit show into the ground are counting on the fact that the majority of the people are not paying attention to the fact that they're getting shafted. They're counting on this election being contested. It doesn't matter who gets the official win tomorrow. Not a single person is going to be happy with how this election turns out because there's going to be something that pisses everybody off. Whether it's your candidate wins and then you're pissed off that the other side contests it, or your candidate loses and you're pissed off that the other candidate won. Nothing, it's not going to be settled. It's not going to be accepted. Neither campaign will accept the, the win or loss. I guarantee it. Whoever wins is going to have to defend their win. It's going to be every, accusations of voter tampering and voter manipulation and God knows what else they're going to come up with. And the, the clown show is going to carry on for at least another week. That's my prediction. Either way, we're going to get a candidate in there who isn't... It, it's like two kids sitting out in the garden around a mud hole, and they're both taking turns using a stick to stir the shit up. Nothing gets accomplished. Nothing gets done. They're not, like, building a mud castle. They're just moving this, taking the stick and moving the shit around until it's the same mess they started with. Or worse, and then usually covered in it, too, because it gets spread around. That's pretty much how this political system has devolved. It Between the special interest groups and the personal pet projects and all the in- interests other than the well-being of the country that these politicians have married to every single damn thing they try and do and they try and tell us they're doing it for us but if they were doing it for us it would be small individual bills not omnibus bills that they're trying to pass that have literally trillions of dollars of debt they're going to incur on future generations and of those trillions of dollars the vast majority of it is not going to the people that are suffering right now it's not going to the unemployed it's not going to the people that have literally nothing coming in because they've run out of unemployment because their jobs were taken away from them again at the at the desire of the people in control it's a whole lot easier to control a population that is completely dependent on you and nobody stops and thinks about that nobody except for the tinfoil hat crowd and i really i don't want to identify with those guys but i understand what they're saying at this point if you can't pacify the masses, if you take away their their ability to live, you shut down businesses and you shut down every small independent operating thing, 
and you're the source. If you control the bread and water, you have the control over the convicts. And yes, I'm comparing the American people to convicts at this point. It's, it's supposed to be the land of the free, but they stir up so much hype and resentment and fear that really, how free are you? Everything we've been told has been divisive. There has been no unity coming out of either camp. There has not been any talk of compromise or what we're going to do that is best for the people. It's always, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and they don't want you to do what we want to do. Both sides of the corrupted two-party system that we're dealing with have tried to say, we're doing what's best for the country, but they're stopping us. Neither side has said, we've offered a compromise, and that's what we're going to do. It's, our way is right, and they don't want you guys to have it. And... It's, a, it's gone beyond the matter of agreeing on methodology to simply, it's like when there are compromises being offered, both sides are offering things up knowing the other side's not going to agree to it. It's all empty token gestures at this point. They're not acting in our best interest, which is supposed to be their jobs. So maybe tomorrow after all the brouhaha is said and done, instead of sitting there and getting angry and deciding we're going to act out and we're going to lash out and we're going to be stupid, maybe it's time we sit down and start talking about what we're going to do about this broken system. I've tried to talk to people about it already, and they're so focused on we need to fix this election, this is what we got to do now so we can worry about the future, that they don't realize you're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, you're buying in, you're saying... Oh, well, we'll talk about it later, and then later never comes. Something else always comes up. Some other distraction comes along. The focus and the attention span in this country are just abhorrent. And the people who do talk about things and try and make changes are not taken seriously the majority of the time. And it needs to change. We need, we need a shift. And we need to realize it. We need to stop and see that this is being done to us. And for the love of God, when the election is called and when they make their announcements of whoever wins, it doesn't matter whoever wins, don't do anything stupid. Don't let these assholes that are sitting behind a keyboard somewhere, because they're not out physically leading any of these rallies. There are people out there physically out stirring up crowds and trying to lead protests and lead the rallies. Yeah, there are. But the ones that are calling for, like, violent riots, they're very rarely out on the front lines, and they're never there when the cops show up. They don't give a damn if you lose your freedom or your property or your life as long as it furthers the agenda they're looking for. One of the principles of living in this country is people are free, theoretically. I mean, there's a, there's a little asterisk after that statement pretty much every time anybody says it, because there have to be limitations, there have to be regulations, because frankly, people are not grown up enough to be free. There are not enough people capable of handling the responsibility of being responsible for their own actions. If there's not a rule or a law or a regulation in place, they will dumbass themselves right into trouble and then blame the world. Nobody takes responsibility for things they do anymore. Nobody's accountable anymore. And when the polls are closed and the ballots are counted and, and something's announced, 
regardless of what it is, somebody's going to be out there trying to stir up shit as soon as it's done. We didn't get our way. We were cheated. And it's and and there are going to be people. There have already been people calling for, if we don't get our way, we're going to burn this place down. Those people are not your friends. I don't care what side of the spectrum you identify with politically. I don't care if you're a right-winger, a left-winger, a friggin' middle-of-the-road individual. The people that are out there calling for the destruction of the country, if they don't get their way, are not your friends. And I'm going to interject a little bit of armchair psychiatry here. I've done some research. I've done a little digging around on the internet because I have a lot of time on my hands these days. And I've noticed a lot of these people that are calling for this dissent and this just chaos. And the ones that are saying, oh, well, we'll be there leading the fight. They're not going to be there leading the fight. And they are just these incredibly narcissistic individuals that think they are so much smarter than you. And they are going to lead you because they are just inherently somehow better than the masses whose backs they are going to stand upon to raise themselves to glory. And... It may sound like I'm being overly dramatic about this, but that is literally what is going through some of these people's heads. And I feel comfortable making that statement. It's it's not a thing I've entered into lightly, just like, oh, well, I don't like what these people are saying. This is a lot of consideration. Now, how twisted does your moral compass have to be to think, I didn't get my way, so I'm going to throw the tantrum to end all tantrums is the right way to go about handling things. They're not going to be out there jeopardizing things. They're not going to be out there risking their own. They want you to do it because that somehow stands to benefit them. Whether it's people that want chaos, people that want things to be destroyed, or people that want the hammer to come down so damn hard that generations will be reeling from the effects. And I hate saying this because honestly, just listening to myself, I feel like I should be wrapping my head in tinfoil. I feel like, oh, the government's going to be listening in on my feelings because I'm saying something that to a lot of people is going to sound crazy and going to sound paranoid and going to sound conspiratory, but it's not. It's a simple statement of look at the facts. I didn't make these statements up. I'm not fabricating that people are out there calling for this crap. And whether you're talking about the right-wing militants, the left-wing militants, anybody with militant in their current stance on how things are going to be handled. I'm all for defending your own. I'm all for your own personal liberties. But when you have a bunch of people that claim to be anti-fascist using fascist techniques to try and force their opinions on the general population because they're so convinced of their own moral superiority... And you have people saying, if we don't win this election, we're going to burn this place down. Ask yourself, what do they stand to gain by burning the place down? Either they really want everything destroyed, or they want everyone to act stupid and get clamped down upon so hard. They want to force their beliefs on everyone else at the point of the sword. And that's not what this country is about. That's not what we're supposed to believe in. We're supposed to be better than that. There is nothing to be gained by showing your ass when, the, when your candidate doesn't win. And I think this is a good spot. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about what I think we do need to do 
when these announcements are made and when things start to try and settle back into some sense of normalcy. Hey guys, it's Aaron of I Had to Say It, and today I am recording an ad for the Sponsor Me Honey Contest. Uh, it's a really cool thing. It's a cool, cool company. They're doing a cool thing. If you're on the internet at all, and if you're listening to me, you obviously are. You're probably on some form of social media. If you're on some form of social media, there's a really good chance you've already seen their ads popping up in your social media feeds. And you may have seen it and just kind of shrugged it off or looked at it and said, yeah, whatever. It's, it's an ad. And honestly, I've done it too. And any of my listeners know I'm, I'm all about the truth, and whether it's comfortable or not. The truth of the matter is... It's really a no-brainer. It's totally worth getting. And yes, I'm making this commercial for a potential sponsorship. It's a sponsorship contest. It's pretty cool that they're doing it. But here's the thing about it. Even if they weren't, I would still have the extensions in on my computer. I, it's a You download an extension, and it puts an extension in your browser, or you can download their app on your smartphone, and you use it when you're shopping for stuff. And what Honey does is it searches for the best deals and promo codes and things for stuff you're gonna buy anyway it's not, it doesn't randomly say here here's a bunch of stuff that if you buy this you will get these prices you do your searching you look for what you're gonna buy it's stuff you're gonna buy anyway from retailers you're going to buy from anyway be from name brand products it's not going to be one of those websites that pops up and you click and you get some weird knockoff thing that barely qualifies as looking like what it is you thought you were buying in the first place seven weeks later in the mail. You pick who you're buying it from. You pick who you are buying, what whose product you are buying. The decisions are all made by you. What Honey does is find you discounts and coupons and, and promo codes. And... The Honey extension searches for promo codes, and it looks to find any promos and any ways of saving money you can. And these days, who doesn't need to save money? I do, you do, everybody does. And times being what they are, Honey is a fantastic tool towards that. Because like I said, you're going to shop anyway. Why pay more than you have to? So here's what you need to do. So you open up your browser and you go to joinhoney.com forward slash besthoneyad. You go there and you download the extensions and it will start working in the background as you're doing your shopping and it will search for those codes for you. And it'll make your life a lot easier. It'll make things simpler. It will save you money. Where is the downside? And honestly, for now, that's what I had to say. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's, let's, let's talk. Let's really have a discussion here, a little bit of discourse. I know it's one-sided because... It's just me talking into a microphone, and there'll probably be about a dozen people listening to this tomorrow. And maybe some more will. Maybe they'll like what I have to say, and they'll spread it around. Even if you don't want to pass around this actual audio, even if you don't want to share the the website or the, the show to anybody, that's fine. But if you can take some of the ideas out of this and some of what I'm trying to get across, then I will consider it a win. I will, I will feel like I actually accomplished something. Because I feel like we have forgotten how things are supposed to be. This whole cycle between the virus and the politics and the riots and the, the general disarray that this year has kind of just been a constant 
storm of. And honestly, I think a lot of us have lost sight of who we actually are, what we actually you know, believe, what is important to us. We're letting everybody else tell us wh- how we need to feel about things instead of actually looking at what we feel. How many friends have you lost this year because you didn't agree about something that at the end of the day doesn't change your day-to-day life? How many times have we let family members be driven away from us because we have a different belief about something that at the end of the day doesn't really shake out to be any real impact on your life? And granted, there are things out there that are going on that are big. They are significant. There are problems that need to be addressed. There are things that we need to do something about. There's a right way and there's a wrong way to do these things, and we all know that. I've talked about it before. I'm not going to harp on how it's being handled right now. Maybe when the dust is settled, we'll talk about it again. We'll revisit it. I want to start getting some guests on the show will get some opinions other than mine out there I, I i want to keep growing this thing i want to keep doing this but for now what i can honestly say is regardless of how it's how it falls when when the chips land and the dust settles you need to stop and think about it if your candidate won if your candidate lost at the end of the day the grand great big scale of things is really it's going to impact all of us it is there are things that are going to happen that will affect the entire country if not the world they're going to happen regardless you want to make changes you want to make your life better you want to make your situation better don't get caught up looking at the macro level the the big thing the the things that are so huge until things start to settle and things start to get back to normal, until we can redefine normalcy and not change it. I mean, get back to having a quality of life. We may not have everything we want, but when we have what we need and when we can see our friends and our family again and we can interact with people, do you want all of that to be tainted because you have some sort of disagreement over something that at the end of the day the career politicians are still going to be looking out for themselves they're still going to be bettering their situations at the expense of the country and do you really never want to talk to a person that you had a long-term not necessarily close relationship but somebody you've known a long time that all of a sudden this past year because of disagreements on how the virus was handled or how the election went If you're getting hung up on little crap that really, at the end of the day, doesn't change things, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're not making the world a better place by making yourself miserable. We need to stop focusing on the things that we are different. And, And a lot of people are saying this in a totally different context. And it's true. It's kind of an across the board thing. We need to stop looking at differences. We need to start focusing on what we have in common. We need to start coming together instead of letting people drive us apart. Whether it's a matter of religion or your skin color or who you are attracted to, if how you identify yourself, 
all of these things that people are focusing on for the wrong reasons instead of looking at the quality and the content of our character. And I'm not trying to be preachy. Well, yes, I am. I'm trying to be preachy here. We need some preaching. And I'm not saying holy rolling, that all that stuff. I'm saying non-denominational. This is some shit y'all need to hear, and you need to shut up and listen. The little petty stuff, it doesn't matter. What somebody looks like has literally zero impact on their quality or content as a human being. Who somebody's attracted to as a person, whether it's defined by gender or... I don't care if you're attracted to an elm tree. As long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not causing any trouble. It doesn't change your quality or your content of your character because of those things. And we need to stop focusing on those things. If you're not walking along, kicking along, saying, well, let's look at all these things that are different, start looking at what's, what you have in common. Maybe you like some of the same things. Hell, maybe you hate some of the same things. Maybe you're going to see somebody that doesn't look like you, doesn't dress like you, doesn't listen to the same music as you, but y'all both hate asparagus. There you go. You got something in common. Focus on that. Don't focus on their hair or what they're wearing or what color they are or who they're dating. As long as it's not something completely inappropriate, if you're not you know, trying to justify dating somebody that's prepubescent, because for all my postulating about acceptance, that's not okay. In the wood chipper for you, creepy pedo guy. Or gal, there are female pedophiles out there too. And there's something else we can focus on. We can all hate creepy pedophiles together. That's, you know, that's a little personal soapbox of mine that's messed up and disgusting, and I don't see how anyone who could try and justify that crap. And I'm not going to apologize for my stance on that one. You know, fight me. Come find me. Realistically, yeah, hate can be a great big unifying thing, and people are trying to use that to tear us apart, too. You gotta be careful, you gotta walk the line. You gotta make sure you're focused on on quality, on is somebody a good person, not petty, stupid little shit. Don't, don't let them do that to us. Let's all sit down, have a cup of tea, talk about our problems like grown-ups. It's really, I'm, I am so hopeful that we will act like we have some damn sense when this is all put in the can but I'm afraid that the agitators and the instigators are going to manage to pull off another one there have been several cities literally burning to the ground where there are now police no-go zones and people are out there celebrating it like it's a good thing that there is utter chaos and I'm somebody who's a supporter of anarchy because I understand what it's actually supposed to be. This crap that's going on with with destroying people's livelihoods and cities, that's, that's not anarchism. Sort of like all the people that are pushing for socialism and communism are saying, well, that, that wasn't real communism. That's why the, those countries all turned into shitholes. And that's my personal stance of really if communism is so damn wonderful why don't you use your capitalist money to buy a plane ticket and go to one of those places you know why nobody is leaving america to go to some communist paradise well i mean there are a few people but they're not going for any good reasons it's usually flight to avoid prosecution as i understand it but the point is instead of listening to the hype and buying into the bullshit 
when everything's said and done, let's not get hung up on the world stage stuff. We don't need we need to pay attention to it. We need to be aware of it. We need to do things to try and improve it and make the situation better. But when it comes to your interaction and your person-to-person behavior, just be decent. It's really not that complicated. There are literally thousands of books out there, and every single one of them has a... If you're looking for some sort of guidance on how to be a better person and how to not be just a miserable son of a bitch, they all have some version of it. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Do unto others. Treat people how you want to be treated. If somebody did something to you and it would piss you off, don't do it to them. It's really not that complicated. Honestly, I hope everyone who hears this, I hope you are well. I hope things go smoothly for everyone. I hope the chaos is subdued. I hope I hope people live up to what I wish they could be instead of what I'm afraid they're going to be. And I'll be back on Friday and we'll have a little recap of how things are going so far along with what I'm actually planning on talk about, talking about. But for today, that's what I had to say. <laughs>